What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode eight of Sophisticated Ignorance. I'm your host, like every other time, episode eight. <clears throat> we're, we're doing, we're going strong. Where we're going, we're going on strong. You know, I just um, got done talking to my boy Adonis. That was a good conversation, good lengthy long conversation. Um. Yeah, it was three hours long, and I didn't think it was gonna be three hours long. I don't, I didn't know know what to expect, honestly, because that's my first guest I've ever had on the show. Three hours is a long fucking time. I probably won't go that long, because it was almost honestly, it was three and a half hours long. I, we could have went four, and then four would have turned into five, and then five, and no one's listened to a five hour podcast. Um, the only podcast I listened to through and through was. Joe Rogan's podcast with Alex Smith and then every and then Eddie Bravo came on the show and they were just talking about fucking conspiracy theories the whole goddamn time. And you know, I'm not a huge conspiracy guy, but you know, I I'm op- I'll open my eyes to it and open my mind to it and read some of the shit, you know. I got I got friends of mine that are <clears throat> heavily in the conspiracies and all that dumb shit, but Whatever, dude. But I, yeah, I, but whatever. Who gives a fuck? Um, so let's get right into the shits. So, I woke up this morning, checked Twitter, um, and I seen some bullshit. Now, here's the thing I, I'm very. I'm so confused because it's not even like the fact that I'm confused. It's just like people will say any fucking thing to like satisfy their agenda or to get their point across. And it could be complete, utter bullshit. Like, here's the thing. So this girl, her name, I'm not going to say. It's a thread. Here's the thing. So I'm just going to read the thread. So the so I'm going to give some context clues. So J. Cole put out a new song called Snow on the Bluff. And pretty good song. The song is about, I think, this is about people being on social media and being Twitter warriors and saying that they're doing this, this, and this. And they're giving people... I don't even know if I'm right about this theory, about the song. But <clears throat> J. Cole has pretty much, every time he's written something, it's been pretty much a central theme throughout his music. It's always been about giving somebody advice or connecting with the audience in a way that you that it, he makes himself relatable, like Kendrick Lamar. Like you're relatable, you know what I'm saying. That's why we like these certain artists. You know what I'm saying. So she's saying that. Um, she said, um, "J Cole is the poster boy for benevolent sexism. His brand of misogyny is the most typical of men. It's insidious, normalized, and dressed up as performative niceness and chivalry." That I respect that I respect women, not bitches kind of misogyny. A lot of y'all be on that shit. Okay. Here's the thing. And I appreciate the generalization because not everybody's on that. But here's the thing. Uh, she's, 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 she's like, a lot of y'all be on that shit, which is totally fine. She's pretty much just saying whoever's on that shit, be on that shit. My problem is she's attacking J. Cole. When I, J. Cole made a full song about folding clothes for his wife. I And... Obviously, during this whole thing, she, the girl, obviously doesn't understand music. And everybody's like, well, you can't say that. I can say that. Honestly, she does not understand the tones and the themes of J. Cole's shit. Period. 
there's a reason why he's saying the shit he's saying. You know, he's just not saying this shit because he don't like women or he don't respect women. That makes no fucking sense. That doesn't that just doesn't make sense. And you know, I don't got time for that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here for it. I checked Twitter and this is the first thing I fucking seen. That that caught my eye and I'm like, what the fuck? Like they made me like read the thread in the comments. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Dumb shit. Um, we're gonna keep going on though. And then she had a, a following thread. So the thread was made like five years ago. <clears throat> Excuse me. It says, this thread isn't perfect because I made it when I was younger and my understanding of benevolent sexism matured. However, the point pr- still pretty much stands. Okay. Now, when I read this, whoever, the viewers that are listening to this, please just, I want you to dissect this. I Honestly, I really want you to dissect this because the bullshit that comes out of her mouth is just, it's beyond me. Now, I don't want to start with this, but this made me mad. You know what I'm saying? This made, I was just, it made, me, it made me mad because it was just, it just didn't make sense to me. And I think that's the biggest problem. Like, make it make sense. Like, I, I don't like stupid shit. There's no place in the world for that. There's no time and place for that shit. You know what I'm saying? I like, like goofy stuff, you know, like silly stuff and making people laugh, telling jokes, you know, that shit. But when you're being, <clears throat> excuse me, when you're being stupid, quote unquote, I can't call her stupid. I don't know the girl personally, but you're going out on the limb and you're pulling. You're pulling. You're about to pull your hamstring because you're stretching. This is a far stretch. But enough talking. Let me just read what she's saying. And bear in mind, I'm not the best reader, so I'm gonna try my best to read this without fucking it up. But you know, and I don't know what Twitter web client is. If someone could just tell me what that is, I'd be very helpful. Okay, she says. Um, let's scroll up. She says. She says the thing is. So the the um, the first part of the thread is if you compartmentalize women into binary and only one end of the binary is deserving of human decency, you're still not seeing women as human. You can't. I'll get into that at the end. And I think I'm fucking it up, but she says, but anyways, benevolent sexism, let's talk about it. Benevolent sexism is sexism that most people don't recognize because it's normalized and non-blatant. It's sex, it's sexist microaggression. In her description, she's a womanist. Totally fine. Um, She's a womanist. Hey. Nothing's wrong with being a womanist, but come on. But let's, come on. I have no problem with women or womanness. I don't give a fuck what you are. You know what I'm saying? But I call it how I see it. I'm very practical. It's sexist microaggressions. Totally fine. Benevolent sexism is drenched in respectability politics. It's conditional respect for women. Okay. Conditional respect for women is often confused as general respect for women. If you can respect one kind of woman, you don't respect women. If you don't respect one kind of woman, you don't respect women. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Please tell, please just enlighten me. Enlighten the common folk like myself. I don't know what that means. Because if I'm a man, and I, and I know she's not talking about me. And I, and I totally get that. But if you're a guy, 
you can't see no other you can't see no other person but a woman. There's a male and then there's female. Like I don't get it. She's trying to dehuman she's trying to dehumanize the whole situation. Which which is not what's going on. You know what I'm saying? It's that's not going on. They're not dehumanizing. They're not dehumanizing. If you think that's what it is, then goddamn, this is why it's bullshit. Because she's already saying that we're dehumanizing people. That's not true. As a man who loves hip hop, and as a man who stands for hip hop, you got to understand the context of it in the context of the songs. Like, come on. You can't call him a misogyn a mis- uh, misogynist. You can't call him that. He oh, you can't say he's misogynistic when he was talking about having sex with a girl. And he had, he was crushing on a girl, and you can't you can't tell you can't call him a, you can't call him misogynistic when love yours. He talked about a part about a girl, his girl, period. You know, there's you just can't do that. You you literally you can't. I'm drawing a blank on the, the lyrics. Forgive me, but fuck. Why? You know what I'm saying, dude? Just why? It's pointless. It's it's really pointless. At the end, the way she picks out the shit, some people just, oh my God, bro, whatever. <clears throat> the queen versus, let me continue. The queen, quote unquote, versus hoe. Binary is a great example of benevolent sexism. If you think a woman has to fit a type to be deserving of respect, plus... And you don't uh, actually then you then you don't actually respect uh, women as people because once a woman doesn't fit that type, you no longer see her as deserving of respect. That's not true. She literally that's not true. When we call you a queen or a hoe, literally it's not how it's necess- it it's how you carry yourself. Calling a girl a bitch and calling a girl a hoe is really behavior. You know what I'm saying? It's never. It's, you're never a title. People get caught up in so many titles. She's caught up in the title of things. She's not caught up in the whole psychology and the behavior of the shit. And then she's going to call us fake deep and shit. No, I'm deep. I'm going to take you there. I'm going to take you there. Because she's saying a whole lot of wild shit. What you're saying absolutely makes no sense. You're saying that if the woman doesn't fit the type, then she doesn't deserve the respect that she deserves. I not talking about me. I respect all walks of life, from the gangster to the politician. Not corrupt politicians. Go, f- go fuck them. They go fuck themselves. But from the gangster to the politician to the the men in the service, women in the service, to the non-corrupt cops, to the firemen, to the you know whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? I respect it all. I don't know them. I can't judge them. You know what I'm saying? So for her to say that if you do, if you think a woman doesn't fit a certain type, she doesn't deserve respect. That's not true. You're trying to separate woman from human being. You can't do that. You're trying to dehumanize being a woman pretty much because everybody's going to have that type. There's some niggas I know that don't like corporate women. And then there's some niggas I know that uh, like the um, quote unquote street rats. Or the ghetto girls. That's just their preference. That's a type, quote unquote. So if they don't like the corporate women, does that mean they're not respecting the corporate women? That does not mean that. It doesn't mean that. 
That's what I'm saying. It's, it's a lot of that's what I'm saying. Bullshit. I'm breaking. I'm really dissecting it because I'm trying to make it understand. I'm trying to make it make sense for me. Right now, I'm killing her argument. Right now, it makes no sense. Literally, it makes no sense. There's a type. There's a preference for everything. So you mean to tell me that? I don't. I just don't see it. I see that. I see maybe why, because all artists do have some lines of misogyny in their songs. Totally fine. But you can't call them misogynistic. You can't call them misogynistic. And the only reason why we laugh at Future and praise Future is because this nigga does not want to take an L. I don't agree with everything he's saying. But I also know dude be on some bullshit. The baby mama going to ask for $53,000 a month. No, you do not. What? Why does my kid need to have $53,000 a month? So in two months, he... You guys are worth $106,000? Go fuck yourself. No. You're not getting that. Period. And let's do the math on it. So she wants wants $53,000 a month? Times 12? There's no way you're making over half a million dollars a year. Off me, though. Off me. You wouldn't even have to work again. You literally wouldn't have to work again. Literally, you wouldn't just ha- you wouldn't have to work again, and that speaks volumes. That speaks volumes. You mean to tell me that you want a hundred? You want the total came out to six hundred thirty-six thousand dollars, and that is not even like that's like I don't know if that's that's before taxes or whatever the case may be. But you mean to tell me that you want that much money? No. Hey, no. No. Go fuck yourself, dude. Literally, you're not getting that much money. He turned around and gave her a thousand. He offered her a thousand dollars. I'm like, I would have offered her the same amount. You're trying to penny pinch me. And then they'll hit him with you and then they'll hit you with some bullshit like Oh, but the emotional abuse and the support and bro, you think money's gonna emotionally support you? There's niggas out here that, that kill themselves and they have all the money in the world. That does not matter. It does not matter. Stop. Money grubbing. Money grubbing. Most motherfuckers are like, oh, you taste she's tasting the bag. Money grubbing. Money grubbing. That's what it boils down to. Money grubbing. I'm going to call a spade a spade. It's money grubbing. But we're going to keep going, man. We're going to keep going. Okay. Most people don't see it that way. The idea of a respectable woman being modest is widely accepted standard. Okay. And the idea that a woman who isn't modest is one with no self-respect, morals, and is not deserving of any respect is widely accepted too. No. It just means that you have no self-respect. You have no morals. Period. Quote, unquote, what a hoe is. Hoeing is the behavior. So, for example, if you're hoeing, I look at it like this. Prostitutes are not hoes. Prostitutes do it for a profit. And they do it, you know, obviously for a profit and to make ends meet or whatever whatever the case they need to do. Totally fine. That's fine. That's a hustle. And I'm pretty sure they don't want to keep doing it all the time. You know what I'm saying? They just don't want to. But to make ends meet, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Totally totally, totally respectable. 
But what's not respectable is a girl who's just giving up her body, which is a choice. Everybody, well, it's, a choice. it's her choice. You have to respect her choice, which I do. I respect her choice. But let's call a spade a spade here. Let's just call a spade a spade. When girls, when other girls call other girls hoes, that's not self That's not respecting them. I'm just saying. So let's not attack the guy or whomever's doing this when girls do the same exact shit. It's just a problem when guys do it. It's a problem when guys do it. But it is what it is. To continue. So to most people, if you respect the respectable, modest woman, quote-unquote, and disregard the immodest woman, quote-unquote, you, are, you aren't seen as sexist. And that is why most people will call you fake deep or will get up in arms when you call men like J. Cole sexist. Well... You are fake deep. I don't get it. I don't I don't see why. I don't see J. Cole as sexist. And if that's the case, then everyone's sexist. I'm sexist. She's sexist. Your mom's sexist. Grandma. Everybody. Sisters. Your damn dog is. Everybody's sexist, apparently. Everyone is sexist. You know, dude. It's fucking unbelievable, these people on Twitter, man. To continue, in order for people to recognize benevolent sexism, they have to get rid of this idea that a woman has to fit the mold to be respected. For example, when I initially critiqued no, role models, no role models, people said he wasn't talking shit about women. He was talking about hoes. Who were you talking to? Hey, No. See, if you if you sexually if you see if you see sexually expressive women as a subspecies or not even a, and are not human, then then yeah, you wouldn't have understood my critique. No one is saying that about the women. Well, here's the thing: they were. That's what. So you're talking about them. If I had if I had to interject and be like, look, they're not J Cole. And here's the thing. The song, could you, the song is not misogynistic. It's just not. Think about it like this. I want you to vibe with me. Walk with me. Walk with me. Take a mental walk with me. Walk with me. The song is, maybe the song, maybe misogynistic. It obviously has some lyrics and lines in there that, that are misogynistic. But, come on. For the simple fact, it's not. Because one, one, he has no role models. The song, literally, no role models, but I'm here right now. No role models to speak of. The song is about not, ha not having no role models. The songs are not about calling girls bitches and shit. That, that's not what the song's about. You misinterpret the song. That is your fault. And it, it's not, I'm not saying she did it on purpose, but it could be she misinterpreted the song to satisfy her own agenda. In her profile, it says she's a womanist, so obviously she supports women. I support women. I love women. But I call it how I see it, and I call it facts. I call it facts. For real, though. Facts. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 you can't. You can't. Literally, you cannot say that. 
And what are you doing at nine? You're doing you. She tapped she tapped all this at nine forty seven. Go to bed. Go go back to sleep. Like what the fuck are you doing? You know, if you were in high school, do hey do your studies, man. Do you do your studies? My thing is this. I don't get it. I'm like Austin Rivers when it came to Kyrie's comment. There's um hmm, I don't see the correlation. There is no correlation. You mean to set off J. Cole's song when he's talking about a girl who thinks she's better than them because better than J. Cole because she posted a black square? Is that what you is that what this is about? Get off of what you're mad at. Literally, get off of what you're mad at. Because literally, who gives a fuck? Honestly, you did all this, and guess how many people really give a fuck? Zero. I don't care. It just it just caught my attention because a lot of people share the same sentiment, but it's super emotionally involved. And they'll critique something, but find like four or five lines to back up their claim. Literally, he said, don't save her. She doesn't want to be saved. That is in immense society. Literally. It's frowned upon if you, quote unquote, play Captain Save-A-Hoe. She got out of a relationship. What are you doing trying to like, you know, literally, this is men. Don't save her. Especially if you're trying to wife a hoe. The behavior, not the girl. No. It's frowned upon her, like, nah, 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 don't do that. Because she's not ready for it. She's not, not she's not on that type of time. Literally, calling a girl a bitch is a behavior. Calling I when I call a girl a bitch, it's really because she's acting like one. She's not one. She's a girl. The corporate woman could be a hoe and a bitch, and the regular ghetto chick can be a uh a bitch and a hoe. I, I myself could be a bitch or a hoe. It's a behavior thing. She's trying to say that some people look at it as a dehumanizing thing. She's not talking... And I get what she's saying. I guess I understand the argument. But when someone like me comes across and sees this, I have to say to her, what the hell are you talking about? Because not everybody thinks this way. And I'm pretty sure J. Cole doesn't think this way. As long as about him having no role models. And guess what? If he was calling bitches bitches so heavily... Guess what? If he's calling girls bitches so heavily, guess what? Guess what? I want you to understand. Guess what? Maybe that's because he has no role models in his life. Do you ever think about that? Did you ever think about maybe that's because he has no role models in his life and that's just what it is? And I'm pretty sure she's a smart woman and she knows that most men that don't have, most boys or kids or men that don't have a role model or a significant male figure in their life, well, go on to disrespect and treat women a certain a certain type of way. Am I wrong? But I'm pretty sure Jayco had his father in his life, and I know I'm pretty sure Jayco has siblings. Probably, I think he has a brother. And you want to set the good example, and he has a wife, and he has a kid. So I'm pretty sure he's not misogynistic. If a woman thought that, wouldn't it be with Jayco. Period. Period. It adapt and wouldn't have a kid with him. J. Cole's not future. And then at the end, she said, on the end, one end of the binary is met with blatant disrespect and the other half are regarded with conditional respect that can go on at any minute. Still sexist. When you begin to see women as individual humans with decency, thoughts, feelings, and emotions, 
That's when you're heading in the right direction. Here's the thing. The one guy said, I don't care. No one cares. I'm not reading that. Literally, at the end of the day, it's just a lot of whole lot of horse shit. You know what I'm saying? Like just a lot of horse shit. You know? And one per and one person posted in the comments, don't save her, she doesn't want to be saved. Don't save her, she doesn't want to be saved. Bro, talking about the behavior. Honestly, he's talking about the girl that doesn't want to be saved. Honestly. He does not say don't save the hoe. She doesn't want to be saved. Don't save hoe. She doesn't want to be saved. He says don't save her. She doesn't want to be saved. We were talking about the girl. If the girl's hoeing, don't save her. She's doing she on her type of time. Period. But you know what I have to say to all that, bro? Shut the fuck up. That's all I have to say. But um, we're off that, because who, who gives a fuck? Now, for the real shit, for all my conspiracy theorists out there, I um found a new conspiracy. It's been around for a long time. But, dude... I don't know who's heard the uh, the Saturn Time Cube. When I read, so Ice Cube been posting a lot of conspiracy theory shit going a lot lately on Twitter, scaring the like, and everybody thinks he's anti-Semitic. People will just, oh my God, bro, not anti-Semitic, not one bit. I don't think he's anti-Semitic at all, but people, will, you know, whatever. <sighs> Fucking Twitter, man. Why, why, why does Twitter allow people to, like, do this, you know? Just, like, why? Kind of got disrespectful on you motherfuckers, but it's fine. I had to drink water. Clear my throat. Um, <clears throat> so, a conspiracy thread, the Saturn time cube. Now, this is long. But we got the time for it today. We got we got time. Like Trey Songs, calling out all those racists and them weirdos on his Twitter on his Instagram. We got the time. That shit's crazy. I don't know how he has the type of time for that. I mean, why not? Shit, you ain't doing nothing else. There's COVID and shit, so fuck it. But here we go. All over the world, across different cultures, regions, and throughout different films, literature, and other media. There's a constant, a consistent theme present, and I'm somewhat obsessed with the theme I'm referring to. Here's the cube. Okay, so I talked about this a little bit with uh, the episode with Adonis, but he didn't really want to talk about it because he's not into conspiracy theories and all that time and all that shit. But it's only me, so I'm gonna talk about it because I don't. It's my show, and I don't really give a fuck. But um, let's continue. The cube is part of Jewish, Muslim, and Masonic, Masonic. There's not an extra S, so Masonic tradition. It can be seen in places like the UN Meditation Room, Mecca, the 9-11 Memorial, and art installations everywhere. Okay, totally fine. It's been a central plot device in films like Cube, Escape Room, Transformers, The Avengers, and many more. In these movies, the cube is portrayed as a hyperdimensional object or even a prison, which has the power to bend space and time. 
Totally fine. Makes sense. I'm going to keep going. I believe the cube represents physical reality. I will get into this a bit. I will get into this in a bit. To Earth, then let us assign the cubic form. For Earth is the most immovable of the four and the most plastic of all bodies. And that's from Plato. Now, there's a, um, a graphic. It's like the octahedron. Is like, I don't even know, it's like a triangle, but there's a triangle, there's a pyramid, but there's a pyramid on the bottom of it. So it's a 2D shit. I can't really see the full thing. But, um, and then there was a, um, a cube, Earth's the cube. Makes sense. Probably talking about this. The tetrahedron, headron, ooh, butcher that's fire. I don't know what that is. It's just a cube, honestly. The dodectahedron is the universe, and that's like, I don't even know what the fuck that is, bro, what the fuck, and the other one, and we're gonna move past it, um, and the other one, I can't even pronounce it, not even gonna say it, we're gonna move on, <laughs> Plato and the ancient Gnostics believed this world was a counterfeit created by an ignorant and flawed god known as, I'm butchering all of this. I want you to understand me. I don't give a fuck about conspiracy theories. You understand? This one's interesting and it kind of halfway makes sense. The other shit doesn't make sense. Like Hillary Clinton drinking little kids' blood. Uh, doesn't make sense. Relax. Flat Earth, relax. But anyways, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep moving forward. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. The Demurg. The Demurg? The Demurge? Uh, Demiurge? I have no clue, bro. This was believed the de that the Demiurge... I'm just going to call him the D-God. The D-God trapped our spirits in this false reality, and it was up to us to free ourselves using Gnosis or secret knowledge. Okay. I'm assuming the G is silent. I have no clue. If we didn't succeed in doing so, we would be forced to reincarnate and start from scratch. Ancient Buddhists and Hindus believe something along the same lines, but instead they call the material world Maya or illusion in the circle of in the cycle of reincarnation, samsara. And it's the graphic is like um some like grim reaper type like giving people, like killing the old people, and then there's like a, a lady, angel like, reincarnate the people. It's just like a cycle, infinity, which makes sense because you keep going on forever and ever until you get it right, I'm assuming. Um, let's continue. There's now a newer theory out there that echoes these same sentiments very closely simulation theory. I've heard of this bullshit. If this is what this is, then this is a better way to describe it. Like Austin Rivers breaking it down for us. He explains it. Kyrie just said, this is bullshit, some's fishy. What's bullshit? What's fishy? Austin Rivers broke it down for us on why he's going to play. Totally fine. And respectable. I respect Kyrie's opinion as well, but could we explain it a little bit better? Thank you. Sci anyway, scientists and philosophers alike are uh, claiming we might be living in a giant computer of virtual reality. I don't know about that. Because then if I was able to touch something, half the shit I couldn't do, there'd be so much shit I would be able to do that I couldn't do in the physical world or real world. If we are, I don't know. 
Who gives a fuck? Um, movies like The Matrix, The Thirteenth Floor, in existence, illustrate this idea quite well. Although it has been around for some time, the theory seems to be gaining a lot more traction lately, and has become somewhat of a meme. The graphic of Rick and Morty. Like I said before, I believe the Q represents this simulation, and I believe this simulation or false reality is taking place in a giant quantum computer. Ironically, D-Wave's quantum computers are shaped like giant black cubes, and it's just a, a quantum computer with the logo D-Wave on it, which is okay, whatever. Excuse me. These machines are claimed to be capable of reaching into parallel universes to pull out information and find solutions to problems faster than regular computers. Currently, only a few have access to these technologies, namely those at Google, CERN, and NASA. And then there's a graphic of Professor David DeStuch, DeStitch, I don't know, the fabric of reality. Quantum computation will be the first technology that allows, us, that allows useful tasks to be performed in collaboration between parallel universes. And this is my thing. What's bad about it? Who gives a fuck? You know, like, who cares? And if I'm in the simulation, leave me here. I don't want to know because then I'm on, you know, then you're on some Neo shit, you know? Then everybody's like, well, you're talking about reincarnation. You got to come back and try to do it again. What if it was up to us to never know? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, this is like the saying, like, you want to know who God is or Jesus is. You kind of really don't because then what if you get, what if you are disappointed in what you find? What you seek and you're disappointed in that. And then you kind of just, you're disappointed. And then you feel like you waste so much time. And then you might, you probably be like, well, I didn't want to know. Well, you should, why the fuck did you want to know? Fucking idiot. Anyways, um, CERN is home to the world's largest particle collider and also the birthplace of the internet. Many conspiracy theorists claim CERN is trying to open a portal to another dimension. However, this isn't too far fetched to believe as scientists who work there. I've even said this, and graphic of a particle collider, and that's it. In tiny black holes, who gives a fuck? Um, out of this door might come, might come something, or we might send something through it. And this is from Sergio Bertolucci, director of research in scientific computing at CERN. In front of the CERN facility is a statue of Shiva, the destroyer, dancing her dance of destruction inside a Stargate. I don't think the symbolism needs any further explanation, but it does. Um, Shiva, however, has connections to Jehovah, the God of the Old Testament, as well as Saturn. I believe these three deities are one and the same in that they are different from the Gnostic uh, D-God. Are different from the Gnostic D-God. Uh, the cube not only represents our false reality, but also is an altar to this gods of limitation. Here is so Here I should probably... Note that Gordy Rose, the founder of D-Wave, compared his quantum computers to an altar to alien god. An altar to an alien god. I should probably also note that the black cube in the UN meditation room is supposed to be an altar to the god of all. I don't know what that means. Totally fine. He has 98,000 followers. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Um... But why a cube? Well, in 1981, during the voyage mission, NASA discovered a massive hexagonal storm on the North Pole of Saturn. If you draw some lines on the hexagon, it becomes a two-dimensional view of a three-dimensional cube. 
I don't know what that means. I'm starting to get tired, though. Fuck. I'm out of shape, dude. Can't even read a goddamn... But this is like five pages long, though. What the fuck he's talking about. Um, And it's just a graphic of the uh, the storm. Yeah, I'm drawing some cubes on it. Look, excuse me. It looks like some fucking... I don't fucking know, dude. Who gives a fuck? I'm just going to keep reading because it's interesting. In the times of antiquity, Saturn was also known as Kronos, God, the god of time. The story goes, Kronos was... This, no, this is the part that makes sense. The story goes, Kronos was, a to, was told a prophecy that one day, one of his children would usurp him as king. Absurd, usurp him as king? After hearing this, he decided the only rational thing to do was eat all of his children. That doesn't make sense. Totally fine. I mean, if you're going to think about it like that. But, so does that mean my dad will eat me? Because I'll outlive him. Does that mean he'll eat me? I hope not. I hope he doesn't eat me. If he eats me, what the fuck? I don't know what I'm going to do. I have nothing. I, well, I hope he doesn't eat me. I'm not going to eat my children either. What the fuck? Weirdo. But continue to continue on. The myth illustrates the cycle of death and rebirth, creation and destruction. For this reason, Saturn and its rings are associated with Orobos. The serpent biting its tail, its own tail. Kronos, also the god of harvest, carries a sick, a, a sickle, a scythe. I think that's means scythe, sickle. Oh, not what that means. A scythe. This is where the Grim Reaper comes from. Never knew that Kronos was a good guy. And it shows a graphic of a snake biting its own tail, and Kronos allegedly giving out time dates that for people that are walking by when they die and stuff like that. The year they'll die. Um. Saturn's relation to the serpent makes me think of Satan. Satan is the sixth planet from the sun. It also has a six-sided shape on its north pole. In the sixth day of the week is Saturn Day, the Sabbath, 666. Oh, my God. Perhaps Kronos' baby-eating habit inspires Satanic child sacrifice. That's just people doing that weird shit. And, and this is a guy holding a baby. So I don't even know what that is. Um, uh, the serpent also looks similar to the sine wave. Funny how the sine button on the calculator says sine, or sin. The, the fucking, I can't read. The Bible says we die because we're born into sin, but could it really be because we're born into sine, the cycle of time? And it's a snake, and it's a sine wave. We are told money rules the world. We are also told time is money. If you turn the sine wave on its side, it looks oddly similar to something we're all familiar with, and it's... So the first graphic above it was the sine wave, and the second graphic below it is just a money sign. And it's like a, like a squiggly line with like a line through it. And the money sign obviously is an S with a line through it. So I don't know. Take that as you take that for what it's worth. Here I should also note that a low frequency sine tone creates a hexagonal he, creates a hexagon in a medium. This has also been confirmed by the studies of somatics. What is inside Saturn creating this frequency? I bro don't know. Saturn is also emitting what NASA calls eerie radio emissions. You can hear what they sound like on YouTube. It's fucking creepy. I'm not going to play it because I don't give a fuck, dude. But back to the cube. Like I said earlier, it's a hypodimensional object. I think it's meant to represent a tesseract or a four-dimensional four cube. The four dimension being time. This is also what we call what they call the cube in the Avengers movies. And that's a real thing. I actually looked that shit up. The graphic just shows a Wikipedia definition of a tesseract. Not gonna fucking read it because I don't give a fuck, dude. The picture on this looks so the bro. The picture of a quote unquote tesseract, so goddamn confusing, bro. It's like a little cube 
with the lines in it. And then, what? Well, no, it's a cube. And then it has like lines going out. There's four lines, and then and then there's a another cube on the outside of it. For what it's worth, my a terrible explanation. Um. Let's keep going. Another good example of, of a movie with a Tesseract would be Interstellar. I can... They have a Tesseract in that movie? The movie's kind of trash. I can't possibly name all the movies that hint at these ideas because, like I said before, there's just so many. But if you do a little bit of research, you'll find them everywhere. I never knew te- the, had a Tesseract in Interstellar. I know... Well, maybe he was in the Tesseract when he was trying to, like, push... He was pushing the books to help his daughter out. I don't know. Movie's terrible. Um, the, the, I don't know. Shout out to Christopher Nolan. Um, but how did the ancient, but how did how did the ancients know Saturn had a hexagon on top of it? How could they possibly make all these associations without telescopes and satellites? Some theorists believe in very distant past the planets were arranged much differently. And as a graphic of Saturn, what could be potentially Saturn, and the, and you can see Saturn without a microscope or a telescope. Yeah, microscope. No, but without a telescope, like no giant ass telescope, like it's like really in our orbit, we would be dead that happened um this would have been back in the golden age when shit was good and Saturn wasn't pissed off from hearing the prophecy yet or chronos supposedly this is when Atlantis thrived and Saturn hung stationary in the sky directly overhead according to some theorists the biblical tower of Babel story is actually an allegory for one of the celestial configurations experienced in the past the Torah the tower of Babel was supposedly a tower that reached into heaven the people wanted to go to war with God and become God. Okay, doing too much. Um, I believe a rotating hexagon in the sky would have been some sort of portal into the heavenly heavenly realms. Perhaps we, the son of Kronos, at one point in time attempted to make it into that portal and usurp the throne. I don't think so, but totally fine. We're going to keep going. Perhaps we're trying to do this again. Scientists at CERN say that we are searching for the God particle and have been called, and they even had to call uh the machine the tower of babel you can't make this shit up and this was written july 18th 2009 motherfucking teen and who gives a fuck at the end of the day who gives a fuck those were the twitter things because honestly who cares who really cares Truth be told, I don't really give a flying fuck. But dude, the cube, the cube shit, eh. Now when I'm reading it, it's just like, I really, it doesn't really intrigue me anymore how I used to. But, you know, it is what it is, dude. But I finally graduated, like officially this time. Like I'm going to turn everything in and be done with school. School was fun. School was fun. If I had to do it again, I'd probably... I probably would. Not, I wouldn't. I if I had to go back and give advice, I would. I would do. I would. I think I would probably move a little differently as far as like relationships go and stuff like that goes. I think I'd probably move a little differently in that aspect of it all. But other than that, I mean, school was fun. I had I had a lot of good memories in, in elementary school, especially elementary school. I think that's probably the best time I was in school. High school was utter bullshit. Middle school was kind of like. Yeah. Middle school was boring. Actually, it wasn't boring. 
It's just that we weren't old enough yet to do what we wanted to do and like go out and shit like that. We weren't old enough yet. The only thing we could do is like go to the mall. And that's pretty much the extent of like us doing something. But other than that, like, I don't know. Elementary school wasn't that fun to me. It could have been better. But <clears throat> what do I know, right? But other than that, man, elementary school was fun. I think if I had the opportunity to do it up, do it again, I would up to seventh grade. I would change some things up until that point. But when I was like thirteen, after like after like after seventh grade, I'm not changing anything. Like that's just what my life is gonna be, bro. And that's just what it is, dude. There were so many good memories though in elementary school, huh? I don't remember nothing though. God damn it. I don't remember shit. Cause that was so long ago. That was seven years ago. That was seven years ago, bro. That was almost that's that's over half a decade ago. I don't seem like I'm old. Like I was born in two thousand two, but then when you look back at it, that was eighteen years ago. You know what I'm saying? So that was a long fucking time ago. But um I think that's everything. I wish I would talk about elementary school more, but I don't really care about elementary school like that, not anymore at least, because I'm about to like go to college and go into the I'm in the adult I'm, I'm in the adult world now, so I guess I guess I guess I guess, um, but that's everything. Um, episode eight, sophisticated ignorance. I'll see you guys later. I'm out.